Recorded live. And welcome to episode 163 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Show. I'm Taylor Phillips. Welcome back, Matt Pierce and, and Lois Tenor, as always, joining me tonight. Good evening, Taylor and Lou. Good evening. Got some uh, Red Wings and Pistons and Griffins to recap. First off, the Red Wings uh, lose badly to the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-1 to at Joe Louis Arena. Blue Jackets uh, had a much better record, 16-5-4 and after tonight. Red Wings 13-12-3. and Jackets with 36 points, Red Wings at 29. Lots of uh, positives for Detroit, but uh, let's start with uh, the negatives first. Peter Morazic, um gave up three goals because he can, cannot catch the puck. <laughs> he can't. He can't. He can't glove rebounds. One of them caused um, him to uh, freeze the puck without the referee seeing it, seeing it, and not blowing the whistle. That leads to um, Brandon Dubitsky's goal. But Cam at Atkinson, Cam Atkinson, a goal and an assist. Same for Lucas Sedlak Sam, and Sam Gagne. Cam Atkinson, Lucas Sedlak, and, and Sam Gagne, the former Edmonton Oiler, all three of them, each with a goal and an assist. Makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> Wasn't pretty. Uh, they just no. they don't look good. It's like a bad no. team. Especially against a much better Blue Jackets team than ever before. That's for sure. Uh, Another negative I'd like to point out, the Red Wings offense, especially Riley Shahan, who sucks, shooting the puck right at right at Sergei Bobrowski's chest in between the pipes. You can't you, you can't you can't just do that. No. No, uh it's plenty of room. <laughs> you don't want to aim it right yeah. at the goal. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just stupid. The Red Wings are playing the Red Wings as a team are playing reckless hockey as usual. I think it just goes back to them not being very good, you know, um, desperate, maybe. Yeah, they're being too desperate. They need to stay relaxed and stay focused. So, uh, Morantic allowed three goals, and and then Jimmy Howard uh, played the rest of the game. He He played the final 23 minutes and 53 seconds of the game before 
being pulled for the extra attacker. And the Blue Jackets, of course, would score the empty net goal courtesy of Sam Gagne. Yes. The Red Wings finally uh, power, uh, got a power play goal to end that in that long streak, like over 31, over their last 31 before their their first power play since, like, October or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty bad. See, you can't win. I mean, if you can't score in the power play, you're not going to win too many games. It's just, you know, that's hockey. (laughs) Right. The Red Wings were one for three from on their power play. Blue, the Blue Jackets didn't get any power play opportunities. Yet, even though the Red Wings committed five penalty minutes, the Blue Jackets eleven. Wow. The Red Wings won the faceoff uh, department. Won won forty one faceoff. The forty one faceoffs. The Blue Jackets won 25. The Red Wings outshot the Blue Jackets 33-25. The Blue Jackets outhit the Red Wings 26-20. Eight giveaways each, six takeaways by the Blue Jackets, five takeaways by the Red Wings. Also, uh, Jeff Moss on Twitter at Jeff Moss DSR, the uh, creator and editor in chief. Jeff was saying Jeff Blaschel was um, being put out there in the final minutes of the game when when Riley Shahan. Has scored, um, has scored one goal in 27 games. He hasn't scored one in 27 games. He he scored zero in 27 game, games. Actually, he tweeted, "Can you imagine needing a goal and putting a guy on the ice who hasn't scored one in 20, 27 games?" Gordy Howe has as many goals as Riley Shahan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of head scratching moves, really. Yeah, I'm scratching around my mouth. Yeah, it's just completely stupid. Yeah. He then tweets out the continued usage of Riley Shahan and his zero goals this season on the power play has, surba- has surpassed Dan Cleary absurdity. And then continuing to play Riley Shahan on the power play is the equivalent of electing to put Andre Drummond on the line to take a technical free throw. <laughs> now that's fun. All righty. <laughs> he had a good night, though. Good night. I don't know how he yeah, he did. He did. We'll, we'll get to the Pistons in a while. By the way, Andre Drummond, two for four from the line. Hey. Fifty <laughs> percent. Topher Ryan on Twitter at C Wing Ten tweets: 
Only two forwards played more than Luke Glendening at even strength tonight. Can someone buy Jeff a stopwatch? Jeff Blaschel, that is, the head coach of the Wings, tell, tell him it has nothing to do with analytics. <laughs> I'll do that. Oh, that's good. I'm going to go to Jeff Moss's Twitter handle and, and see if there's more. Uh, no, there isn't, unfortunately. So the Red Wings host the Philadelphia Flyers Sunday at 5 at Zola Arena. The Flyers uh, have been uh, on a hot streak as of late. They beat the uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, six to five in regulation. They scored a game winner with under ninety under ninety seconds to go in the third period, and they held on to to win. Griffins beat the Milwaukee Admirals three to one. Pistons crushed the Minnesota Timberwolves as I expected, one seventeen to ninety. Andre Drummond twenty two and twenty two. Twenty twenty two points, twenty two rebounds, two straight twenty twenty games for that for that fine gentleman. Two for four from the free throw line. So that's six for eleven from the charity stripe, 10 of 13 shooting in 28 minutes. Reggie Jackson with 16, John Lohr with 17, Marcus Morris with 15, and Tobias Harris with 15, Contavious Caldwell-Pope with 10, six Pistons reaching double figures. Definitely not the only game that, that that's happened. Ish Smith with eight, Darren Hilliard with five, Aaron Baines with two, in 16 minutes. <laughs> Productive as usual, right? Yeah. He's a free agent after the season. Yeah. Mm. Couldn't come too soon. Yeah. The Pistons need the Pistons need to decline Aaron Baines's option. Well, that's supposedly why they that was powered, who? Piston powered said Piston powered uh said it Said uh, the Pistons should pick, pick up his option, and because uh, he because he's played well, that that that's not true. No, no. Supposedly that's why they picked up um, uh, the the big guy from uh, San Antonio. Uh, yeah, weird. I can't think of his name right offhand, but uh, you know he's supposed to be the backup for when Baines leaves next year. Or yeah, yeah. He he he's awful. Bunch of fanboys praising Aaron Baines. <laughs> well, that's fan sided. That's that's what fan sided usually does. It's a fan. It's a fans web. It's a fanboy website. So don't give into that shit. Oh yeah. It's... <laughs> Cause, yeah. Cause, so every time you read it, you're like, "What games in Fucktopia are they actually watching?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, they're watching in, uh, you know, through, uh, you know, 
piston colored glasses, I guess you'd say, uh, and thinking that everyone looked great. It's like, no, this guy had two points in 20 minutes or 16 minutes, uh, but he had two rebounds or something. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not right. For the Timberwolves, uh, let's see. Andrew Wiggins, 16 points, leading in scoring for Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns and Zach Levine, each with 14. Gorgui Dieng with, with 13. Ricky Rubio with 10. And Chris Dunn with eight. Tyus Jones with five. Pistons improved to 13 and two and five and nine on the road. Another nice road win. This one was uh, pretty easy, as I expected. The Timberwolves fall to six and 17, three and eight at home. They're just bad. Yeah, it's good to see the Pistons. You know, I believe they started out uh, what, 0 and 5 on the road, so looks yep. like they're over 500 since, which is good. Mm-hmm. Pistons uh, back home against the lowly Philadelphia 76ers Sunday at six o'clock. That, that's going to be another round for sure. Mm. That's a lost cause. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's good to see you at NB finally actually being able to play and stuff, but, I mean, wow. It's just a, you know, a whole bad situation there in Philadelphia. I, I don't even know what to say about it. It's terrible. Yeah. Yep. What One big Michigan sports headline here. The Tigers have signed... Their old friend Omar Infante, the second baseman, to a minor league contract. So this may mean the Tigers may may cut ties with Andrew Romine. Oh, oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> Jokingly, uh, or maybe it means they're uh, going to trade Kinsler. Maybe, yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what Alavila does in his in his front office. Yeah. Once again, he scares me to death. You know, it's not Dombrowski. You know, I mean, you know, Dombrowski trading uh, his top prospect or actually the top overall prospect for Chris Sale the other day. Um, it just shows you what Dombrowski does. You know, he takes his top prospects and he trades them for top talent that's already proven and it generally works out for the better. I mean, you know, Miguel Cabrera for, and, you know, I mean, uh, Andrew Miller turned out to be a great closer, but I mean, or middleman, um, but, you know, Cameron Maven, you know, you know, basically a bag of balls for, you know, Miguel Cabrera. <laughs> mm-hmm. if there's anything else. Yeah, Miguel Cabrera is uh, way too expensive. So is uh, J. 
Justin Verlander. That's why that's why Tigers general manager Al Avila felt less motivated to trade those trade those guys away. You know, Verlander. I mean, you know, with the the way he had that second half, uh, his trade value is through the roof. Even though he, you know, he's got a ridiculous salary number, which isn't that ridiculous yeah. in baseball anymore. But uh, uh, Miguel, you know, uh, he was healthy this year for the first time, you know, for a full year in what four or five years. So I mean, he's fifteen plus. He's got what, eight years. So uh, you know, I mean, I hate you know, I mean, if anyone, I. I hate to see Miguel go, but I think he'd be the you know the one you'd want to trade if you're going to trade one or the other. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's true. Yep. So uh, one last final score to report: the Central Michigan Chippewas women's basketball team just barely beat St. Joseph, St. Joseph's seventy-three to seventy-one. Apparently, that was at Mercury Arena. So, tomorrow, Michigan State Spartans host the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles at 2. The Central Michigan Chippewas men's basketball team plays at the Illinois Fighting Illini at 3. And then at 8 o'clock, a marquee matchup for the Michigan Wolverines as they travel to the number 2 UCLA Bruins on ESPN2. That'll be a tough one. Yeah, it's been a long time since they've been that good. Yeah, UC, yeah, UCLA is still pretty damn good. Yeah, I remember the old. I remember the old days when the Wolverines visited a a top ranked UCLA Bruins men's basketball team, and um, one was one was a route, the other one was uh, very close, but. UCLA still won. Michigan almost had them. I remember that game. Surprised mm-hmm. um, to see you know UCLA to be this good. Uh, ben since um, oh shoot the guy from Pittsburgh you know was there and took him to three straight Final Fours back when Kevin Love was there. You know how that guy had three straight Final Fours and then just you know fell off the planet. I mean, they went right down the toilet after that. Yeah, I know. Can't think of his name. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's it for me for tonight. Uh, Lewis, it's your turn. All right. We'll start with the NBA here. Again, I actually just uh, finished the Mavericks over the Pacers uh, 111-103. Paul George scored 22 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 steals. Harrison Barnes had 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists. The Pistons over the Wolves, and that was a, that was a route, 117-90. Andre Drummond... 22 points, 23 rebounds, one block. Uh, and two for four from the regional line. <laughs> Grold, yeah. Grold, 
Dunning, 13 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, Rockets over Thunder, 102-99. James Harden, 21 points. Uh, no, 22 points, 22 rebounds. Wait a minute. 21 points, 12 assists, and 9, nine rebounds. Russell Westbrook, another triple-double. 27 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. I'll have more updates on that uh, as we go on. Wow. Um, Hawks over the Yucks, 114 to 110. To 110. Yeah, I know you called you called the the Bucks. <laughs> um, Paul Millsap had 23 points, 14 rebounds, and six assists. Jamari Parker, 27 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. Raptors over the Celtics, 101-94. Kyle Lowry, 34 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. And Big Al Hartford had 19 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. In a thrashing here, the Cavaliers really cooled off the heat tonight, 114-84. Wow. Derek Williams, 17 points, one rebound, one assist. And Kevin Love, 28 points, 15 rebounds, three assists. Uh, Russell Westbrook got his 12th triple-double of the season and his seventh straight in tonight's game. Boy, that guy is hot. And Harden, I think, yeah, points scored and assists tonight. Harden had, I think, 49 points. And Westbrook, too. Wow. Uh, and again, uh, Hornets over the Magic, 109-88. Sergei Ikeba, 12 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Nicholas Bantam, 16 points, 9 rebounds, and 1 assist. In a game that's happening right now, and competitive, I might add. Well, a little bit. Kings are leading the Knicks, 50-41. Carmelo Anthony already has 15 points. And three rebounds, and DeMarcus Cousins has nine points, four assists, and one rebound. And the and a close one here in the second, with 5.45 to go. The Lakers are leading the Suns, 44-43. Eric Bozo, I mean Bledsoe, 15 points, two assists, and one rebound. And Lewis Williams has 12 points, two rebounds, and one assist. All right, so now we'll check the standings here. And they go like this. In the Eastern Conference, Cleveland is 16 and 5. The Raptors are one game back at 16 and 7. Hornets are 14 and 9 at 3 back. Celtics are 13 and 10 at 4 back. Knicks are 12 and 10 at 4 and a half back, uh, pending outcome of tonight's game. Bulls are 12 and 10 at 4 and a half back. Bucks are 11 and 10, five back, and the Pistons are 13 and 12, and also five back. Hawks are on the outside looking in at 12 and 12, five and back. Pacers are 11 and 12 at six back. The Magic are 10 and 14, seven and a half back. Wizards are eight and 13, eight back. The Heat are seven and 16, 10 back. The Nets are six and 15, 10 back, and the Sixers are five and 18 at 12 back. Uh, Warriors are 20 and 3, leading the West. 
Two ahead of the Spurs, 18 and 5. Clippers and Rockets are 16 and 7 at four back. Grizzlies are 16 and 8 at four and a half back. Thunder is 14 and 9 at six back. Jazz are 14 and 10 at six and a half back. And the Blazers are 12 and 12 at eight and a half back. Lakers are 10 and 14 at 10 and a half back. Kings are 8 and 13 at 11 back. Nuggets are 8 and 15 at 12 back. Pelicans are 7 and 16. 13 back. The Suns are 6 and 16. 13 at back. Wolves are 6 and 17. 14 back. And the Mavericks are 5 and 17 at 14 and a half out. Ooh, that's bad. All right, shall we go over to the NHL? Here we go. All right. In the NHL, I got get the scores here. All right, there we go. It takes a while to load up, folks. Just bear with me. All right. Uh, at 8.32 to go in the second period, the Sharks and the Ducks are tied at two. Capitals over the Sabres, four to one. Oshie, Johansson, and Gabner lift the Capitals over the Sabres. Blue Jackets and Blue Jackets over the Red Wings, four to one. We mentioned that already. Uh, Blues over the Devils, four to one. Fabier and Tarasco uh, lead the Blues to the win. Wild over Orioles, Oilers, three to two in a shootout. Stall scores in the sixth round of the shootout. And the Rangers over the Blackhawks, one nothing in overtime. And that goal was. Scored by, let me see here, just to be a quick check on that one. That was done by Nick Holden in the first minute of overtime. All right, so I'll show the standings here. And they go like this. I said standings, not scores yet. Okay, there we go. All right. In the Atlantic, the Canadians are 18, 6, and 3 at 39 points. The Senators are 16, 9, and 2 at 34 points. Bruins, 15, 11, and 2 at 32 points. Um, Lightning, 14, 12, and 2 at 30 points. Detroit is 13, 12, and 3 at 29 points. Florida, 12, 12, and 4 at 28 points. Buffalo, 10, 11, and 6, 26 points. And Toronto is 10, 10, and 5 at 25 points. Rangers, 19, 9, and 1, 39 points. Pittsburgh, 17, 7, and 3 at 37 points. Columbus is 16, 5, and 4 at 36 points. Washington, 16, 7, and 3 at 35 points. Flyers, 16, 10, and 3 at 35 points. Devils are 12, 9, and 6, 30 points. Carolina is 11, 10, 6, and 28 points, and the Islanders in the basement, 11, 10, 5, and 27 points. Western Conference, Chicago, 17, 8, and 4, 38 points. Blues, 16, 8, and 4, 36 points. Wild, 14, 8, and 4, 32 points. Winnipeg Jets, 13, 4, and 3, 29 points. Nashville, 12, 10, 4, 28 points. Dallas is 11, 11, 6, 28 points, and Colorado, 10, 14, 1, 21 points. The West, Edmonton, 14, 11, and 5, 33 points. 
Calgary, 15-13 and 2, 32 points. Sharks, 15-10-1, 31 points. Anaheim, 13-9-5, 31 points. Kings, 13-11-2, 26 points. Vancouver, 12-13-2, 26 points. And the Coyotes, 8-13-5, 21 points. All right, now for the okay, uh, college basketball. Just give me a second here. Gotta go back. All right, well, we're going to men's hoops, and it's usually a light night in the um, college basketball world. Okay, and there's only one. There's only one game in the top 25 tonight, and it was no contest as Creighton just destroyed Longwood, 113 to 58. No contest there, folks. All right, a few other games in the schedule here. Uh, was Hartford over Boston College, 65-63. Uh, Wake Forest over UNC Greensboro, 78-75. Navy over Columbia, 69-54. Brown over Emerson, 90-58. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast over Siena, 73-69. Uh, uh, Minnesota over Georgia Southern, 86-49. to 49. Those are for the games right now. Um, it's a little bit more competitive. Here is Sacramento is now leading New York 51-49. to 49. Or the basket is not counting. Okay, we'll get to, we'll get to that in a little while. Uh, now for the news items of the day. I think I'll start from the, the, the top here. Uh, Rams cornerback, cornerback, Tremaine Johnson fined over $18,000 for pulling the face mask off LeGarrette Blunt uh, on Sunday's game, but was not given a penalty for that. Jets players Sheldon Richardson, Reno, uh, how do you say his name, and Buster Scrine fined $9,000 for unnecessary roughness. Uh, the Will Smith trial stands in recess for the night and will resume tomorrow morning. Blackhawks defenseman Brandon Seabrook out for tonight's game against the Rangers, was out for tonight's game against the Rangers with an upper body injury that he suffered on Tuesday. Uh, right, uh, Steelers could be without four starters against the Bill on Sunday with multiple injuries. Um, I believe I have those. Um, oh, yeah. And they are Darius Hayward Bay with a foot injury, defensive tackle Hard, um, Javon Hargrave with a concussion, kicker um, Boswell with an abdomen, and, and random uh, Raymond Foster with a chest injury. Oof. Uh, okay, uh, LeBron passes Elvin Hayes for ninth on the NBA all-time scoring list with 23,715 points. Derrick Rose still has um, back issues, but is looking like he's going to play against the Lakers on Sunday. Uh, we'll have to see about that. All right. Okay, former Longhorns coach. Uh, full coach Charlie Strong is in talks with South Florida to take over as 
head coach of the football team that was vacated by Willie Taggart, who took a head coaching job at Oregon. Strong was fired this season after going 5-7. and seven. But a strong ties to University of Southern Florida as he worked with Urban Meyer as defensive coordinator and gave the Gators two national titles. Odell Beckham Jr. gets hit with a $12,000 penalty for verbal abuse and an official on the field that can still face discipline from the league for post-game remarks. Saints safety Kenny Barco drops his appeal on a four-game suspension after testing positive for a stimulant. Broncos linebacker Brandon Marshall receives threatening letters with racial slurs and threatening language. And posted <laughs> photos up on a hand of the handwritten letter on his Instagram. This is the second incident involving an NFL player targeted this week. Uh, sickening is a better word. Yeah, sickening, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous, actually. Yeah, just... Yes. This, uh, this, is like, this is almost like Jackie Robinson receiving that
and the World Anti-Doping Association uh, reports that over 1,000 Russian athletes were involved in organized doping in more than 30 sports, including evidence of a larger-scale swapping at the Sochi Olympics. Including were, yeah, really? I'm not surprised. Conclusions were based on forensic, forensic evidence, including file analysis, proving samples of swapped and other tests showing bottles were opened. Uh, last night, the Chiefs over the Raiders 21-13. to How about that run back? Yeah. That was unbelievable. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, Grizzlies were over the Blazers 88-86. Sixers over the Pelicans 99-88. Warriors were over the Jazz 106-99. Flames over the Coyotes in overtime 2-1. Stars over the... Um, Predators 5-2, Bulls over the Spurs 95-91. Rangers uh, were 2-1 over the Jets. Pens crushed the Panthers 5-1. Canucks crushed the Lightning 5-1. And Montreal was over the Devils 5-2. So Devils are now in a bit of a mini slump. Uh, Okay, Avs were over the Brewers 4-2. Islanders were over St. Louis 2-1. Flyers edge the Oilers six to five. Raptors over the Wolves one twenty four to one ten. Wizards were over the Nuggets ninety two eighty five. Saint John's beat up Fordham ninety to sixty two. UMass over Pacific seventy two to forty eight. Uh, Mid Tennessee over Vanderbilt seventy one to forty eight. Little Rock over Pine Bluff sixty seven to fifty two. Uh, yesterday, Mark, Matt Barnes and DeMarcus Cousins were uh, told they were being sued for two people over an alleged assault at the nightclub having early Monday morning. Two plaintiffs filed a suit yesterday for a determined amount of damage, and a jury trial has been requested. The lawsuit states that Barnes choked a woman and Cousins uh, beat the crap out of the other, out of the other plaintiff in the face. <laughs> And and shows Barnes and Cousins were caught on tape with videos with video footage boasting the assault, like they were proud of it. Uh. All right, RG three will start for the Browns when they face the Bengals on Sunday. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, uh, yeah. first time since Week One when he broke his shoulder. Uh, was offensive rookie of the year in 2012. Now are sure to get the first-round draft selection this spring, but the coaching staff wants to give him another look before the year is over to see where he fits in the quarterback picture. Uh, Isaiah Thomas received a plasma injection for a groin injury that kept him out of tonight's game against the Raptors. Ugh. Nothing worse than getting hit in the groin. Um, right here... Yeah, what does a plasma injection do for that, exactly? <laughs> yeah. Yuck. <clears throat> yeah, yuck is right. Uh, okay, here's another, Here's more controversy over the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, the trademark has been denied by the patent office for signing likelihood that it share the same name with a college in 
Albany, New York. This is the second issue over the team that has, uh, with the name, as it had acquisitions with the U.S. parachute team. But U.S. But, uh, NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly says it's a routine matter and plans to proceed as planned of all trademarks. Really, you're fighting over you're fighting over this name. There's no rule. Ugh. It's a stupid name. Well, it is Golden. a stupid name, but still, I mean, you're gonna com- you're gonna you know file a lawsuit over a name, especially over some college that's had it for you know a hundred years, probably. Right. <laughs> uh, Nick Bangle, who was a who was a seven-time Jets Pro Bowler, is down for the season with a bad ankle injury. As if the Jets season hasn't been pathetic enough. Please. Uh, Andreas Chapman is going back to the Yankees, a five-year, $86 million deal. Uh, LeBron throws a water bar challenge during a timeout in Wednesday's romp over the Knicks at the Garden. Cameras uh, caught several members on the bench flipping a water bottle. A few players were taking stabs and failing miserably, but one landed on the court, and that was enough. Oh, yeah, they did it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, their shooting wasn't that great. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, Rose was out on that uh, for this first game for the back uh, back injury. No structure damage. Uh, Knicks now begin a five-game West Coast road trip. They're playing against Sacramento as we speak. Uh, Giants pull back. Now, here's the other incident. Um this week involving um, NFL players caught in, a, caught in an ugly incident. Their fullback, Nikita uh, Whitelock, said burglars had used racial graffiti and used a swastika with letters KKK as they broke into his home on Tuesday, stealing jewelry and video game equipment. This is the second break-in at his home. Whitlock was also suspended 10 games for, viola- for violating the NFL anti-drug policy. Apparently he has uh, drug dealer enemies. <laughs> Apparently. But still, I mean, breaking into, his, breaking into a home. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and then doing that kind of thing, I, that's crazy. But, it's, you know, it sounds like it's drug-related. And it, very, it very well could be. You're right. It very, it very well could be drug related, yeah, but it, they're not saying that for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're now at the half with uh, Philadelphia sixty-two fifty-two over the, Phoenix over the Lakers sixty-two to fifty-two, and it's now fifty-four fifty-three Knicks over the Kings. Hmm. This is competitive. And just a quick check to see on the NHL score here. Thank you for your call. Thank you. And it says, it says, oh, thank you. Uh, at the end of the second, it's San Jose and Anaheim tied at two, and that's the last game of the night in the NHL. Uh, all right, my notes are completed. It, um, it's all yours, gentlemen. Thanks very much. Um, one post on the DS on the Detroit Sports Rag group on Facebook from Topher Ryan uh, talks about the Red Wings and Blue Jackets matchup. 
tonight. He said, I'd kill for one year, hell, 40 games of John Tortorella, the head coach of the Blue Jackets, behind the bench with this team. He'd healthy scratch 50% of the roster. The Kaiser, that's Danny the Kaiser, and Jonathan Erickson of the Red Wings, each would have been brought to tears at least twice already. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and Tortorella, who's a better uh, soundbite after the game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Even, yeah, I I was actually calling for Jonathan uh, or John Tortorella to, to become head coach of the, of the Red Wings so he'd uh, healthy scratch those, those two guys, DeKaiser and Erickson. Yeah, you know, uh, you, yeah, I believe we talked about that the other day. Um, it's just, you know, uh, I don't know. It's, what do you... Chris Hill is just going to have to step it up, you know, and just get rid of Ken Holland, I think. You know, just, I don't think there's any change until then. Yeah. I, well, again, Chris Illich owns both the Tigers and the Red Wings. He tells yeah. Alavila and Ken Holland what to do, especially Alavila. But Ken Holland, uh, well, he's he's been he's mostly been more the bad guy than Chris Illich in terms of the Red Wings, as you would figure. Oh, yeah, he's taking all the heat. I, I haven't heard anything about Chris Ellis at all. You know, I mean, I mean, how many people even know he runs the team? Probably not too many. Right right now he runs two, soon to be three when the Pistons move into to Little Caesars Arena with the Red Wings. But Chris, but Jeff Moss tweeted, Chris Illich will sell the Tigers. Uh, you know, if someone like uh, Gores buys them, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, you know, there's so much money in Detroit that you hope just some billionaire, you know, takes it over. And, uh, you know, I mean, you look at Little Caesars, I mean, until they did the $5 pizza deal, those places were going to go bankrupt. And now there's 20 people working everywhere you go. So, I mean, you know, the Illiches ended up making a lot of money. And then the Tigers, you know, ended up making a lot of money. Uh so you just hope that uh, someone with deep pockets buys it, like, you know, even uh, Dan Gilbert, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Bobby Goshell comments, I realize that DeKaiser is not a top-pairing uh, or, or top-pairing defenseman, but putting he and Eric's, him and Erickson in the same sentence is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Ryan, uh, <laughs> Ryan re- replies, I would have agreed with you before this season started, but, he, but he's been terrible. Struggles with routine plays, take green away from him, and it's even worse. I, I have a hard time envisioning the Kaiser cracking any other top four in the league. Uh, it's just, it's like watching minor league, you know, I mean, uh, Bashel, you know, I mean, he, he came in, you know, with his uh, great minor league record, people are hoping, but, you know, he can't work magic, you know, with people that just aren't very good. Right. Then Anthony Ciotti comments, if you don't think the Kaiser will be will be as bad or worse as Erickson is now when he's 32, I have some news for me. I have some news for you. Bobby Gochelle, <laughs> 
Bobby Gochelle, he, he says, he hasn't been good, but I can't agree with you. Erickson has been in the league almost a decade and has yet to top 15 points, is incredibly slow, doesn't hit, and coughs up the puck regularly. That That's true. He literally has no positive attributes and is one of the 20 worst defensemen in the league. Danny D, Danny DeKaiser is flawed, but at least has some speed and moderate offensive upside. And then Anthony Ciotti posts a chart in the comments section. He's really never had more than 15 points. Yep. Wow. I'll, I'll, you know, that, that, that's when you wonder how he's still in the league. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Then Ciotti's uh, chart is horizontal evaluative rankings optic hero chart in terms of defensemen. DeKaiser and Jonathan Erickson are compared in goal scoring, playmaking, production, following season, following season probabilities, shot generation, shot suppression, possession, and following season probabilities. Uh, it doesn't sound like Ken Holland's using any sabermetrics then, huh? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to uh, direct message you that the link to that chart from uh, okay. Anthony Ciotti on Facebook to your uh, to your Twitter here. There okay. you go. See if you can take a look. Uh, and then and then Ciotti comments same player. One is six years younger. I take back what I said. DeKaiser will almost certainly be worse when he's 32. Odds are that at age, 20, at age 26, Danny DeKaiser, DeKaiser is at his peak, and this is as good as he'll ever be. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that. That's... All right, let's see here. Content is in the Bobby Gochel comments, Ciani, I agree with a lot of your hockey takes, but I can't on this one. Advanced advanced stats are great, but they have their blind spots, and this is clearly one of them. To watch, to watch the Kaiser and say he'll be he'll be anywhere near as bad as JE at 32 just seems ludicrous. The Kaiser has already shown double the upside that Erickson has alone, offensive upside that is. Seattle comments, what do you think DeKaiser's ceiling is then? Topher Ryan comments, I'm basing most of my analysis just on the eye test. I hate what I'm seeing from 65. That's Danny Danny DeKaiser. Right. I I see three to four Erickson-esque mistakes every every game. I think that there's no virtuality, virtually virtually no offensive upside. Last year's numbers were a mirage. He kills offensive zone possession with his decision-making. It's just play it safe, dump it in the corner. Ciotti comments, he's barely an an NHL defenseman on a team with cup aspirations. And Topher Ryan replied, agreed, and with that contract, he couldn't be. Topher Ryan comments, American, er- American Erickson will start to catch on. 
Anthony Ciotti comments, that's amazing. Jeff Moss, the creator of the, of the Detroit Sports Rag and its group, comments, DeKaiser is having a horrible season by almost any metric or the eye test. Or the eye test. This guy, is, this guy is burying, burying his head in the sand. <laughs> I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of blatantly obvious, isn't it? Um, actually, that link you sent me didn't, didn't isn't working. Mm-hmm. Gosh, old comments. I see his upside as a Steve Duchesne like type with some downgrade to Duchesne's offensive numbers, which were which were era inflated. A guy that could chip in offensively pretty regularly, played with some speed, but had some liabilities with coughing up the puck. To, to be clear, Moss, I am not defending DeKaiser's season thus far. It's been bad. I'm angling more at DeKaiser, at the DeKaiser versus Erickson conversation. Moss comments, Jeff Moss comments, the guy has been progressively gotten, the guy has progressively gotten worse. At this, at this point, there is zero difference between 50, Erickson and DeKaiser. They both stink. That's true. I'd, I'd lean more that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just arguing which which is which defenseman out of those two is still better. Uh, that's yeah, well, that's kind of like saying you know, you know, which turn stinks more. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Ciani comments: Steve Duchesne was freaking awesome in his prime. Come on, man. for Ryan comments, I think Erickson had a higher offensive upside than DeKaiser when he was younger. I mean, he was a four originally. Gosh, they both suck now. That that I can agree with. DeKaiser has topped Erickson's career high, a career high in, in points three times already. Topher okay. Ryan comments. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I had, uh... When I when I hear the name Erickson, I think of Anders Erickson back in the day, um, and uh, you know when we I believe we traded him to Chicago, maybe for Chelios. Uh, but uh, you know this guy, uh, Jonathan Erickson's never, I don't know, he's never shown me anything to be honest with you. No, no. Topher Ryan comments. I think Erickson has high. Oh, wait. Topher Ryan comments, Erickson never got power play power play time. The Kaiser did. Anthony Ciotti said, check their points per per sixty minutes. Joshua says, points per sixty is worthless if Erickson is never going to earn the ice time that the Kaiser already has, and he won't. Ciotti said, says, stay woke, Bobby. <laughs> Topher Ryan says, "I may, I may be, I might be wrong. I don't think it was that much higher of an upside. I'm saying it's close, and it is. I like the Kaiser in his first few years, probably because the others were so much worse. A few of the models last summer said he'd get about four million, which I thought was a tad high. Who the f were the were they were they negotiating against?" 
that seems really high for uh, the NHL. I mean, yeah, it is. That's a scrub on a baseball team, but uh, in the NHL, that's a lot of money. Joshua mm-hmm. says, I wasn't a fan of the contract either. Sulphur Ryan says, and they won't even consider exposing him this, this summer, which they should. Calling my calling my shot, wings leave help. The wings leave helm exposed. Vegas takes him. Jeff Moss says, supposedly the owners are huge Ken Holland slaps. That I can agree with. They have to be, right? I mean, otherwise he's going to fire himself. Including Chris Illich himself. Which, that's, you know... That's, I, to me, that's depressing. You know, I mean, that's – you're going into a new stadium. You should be good. Uh, the team's getting worse. I mean, yeah, granted, they're over, you know, game over 500. Um, but, you know, it seems like an empty organization at this point. Uh, not a lot of talent coming up through the you know, ranks. Uh, I don't know. It's just – with a new stadium opening up, you'd think they'd want to be as good as possible. Yep. Goshel says, I would love it if they took Helm. Talk about horrible contracts, which we know, which we are all yeah. aware of. Yeah. Topher Ryan, Ryan comments, just our luck. Holland goes to Vegas and places Draper on a trade. Goshel says, would it be Draper? Ciotti says, Helm's probably the best player of all the bad contracts. Adam Furman comments Drapes would try to spend no more than $1 per player. And finally, Topher Ryan comments, if Ryan Martin is as smart as some people think, he won't go go anywhere near this job. Either will any other smart people. It's Draper, Draper or Retreat. Uh, we tread, uh, I guess uh, you hope for, uh, you know, the dream is that they fire Holland and get uh, Eisenman, right? <laughs> yeah, if, if only Chris Illich uh, was, not a, was not so much a slap and decided to, do, to make the right, the right decisions instead, make smarter decisions. Yeah, you'd, uh, well, you know, his dad's still alive, so, you know, let's hope he's still in his ear at least. You know, uh, you know, because he's proven. I mean, you know, I, it took him a long time with the Wings. It took him a long time with the Tigers, but he figured it out both times and had winning teams. Granted, we never won a World Series, but you know, we were close. He made him relevant again after you know fifteen years. Yep. So, uh, did you? Uh... Did you take a look at that uh, chart from Anthony Ciotti yet? That one you sent me, I can't, it doesn't seem to want to come up on my Twitter. I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I sent, I sent a message to you. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm on the computer. I'm not used to using that as far as the Twitter goes. <laughs> uh, let oh, me see here. How is it not working? 
it's okay. Here we go. It says sorry, this content is not available. Oh wait, LinkedIn. wait, what? Wait, was it deleted? Wait a minute. Let me, let me refresh that. Did you? Uh, it's coming through on Facebook off of Twitter. Yeah, I can still said? get it. I can still get it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm used, you know, so used to the phone, and then I, you know, I don't have my phone. Um, well, um, uh, let me see here. Twitter, you know, it says uh, I got you ten minutes ago. Let me refresh this one. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, Sadawi, Laredo, and Tangrady, the goal scores for the Griffins as they beat the Milwaukee Admirals again tonight, three to one at Fan Andal Arena. As I as I wait for you to find the chart. Yeah, dude, I'm not having any luck. It, I, I, it goes to Facebook, but it says it can't post the page. So I, I'm not really sure what it, uh, what the problem is. Okay, I got Twitter. I got you, Taylor Phillips, Facebook. Did you, did you get the chart? Well, it's got a, uh, the the link you sent me is for Facebook. The photo. Yeah. Yeah, and I go to that, and it says uh, it says sorry, this content isn't available. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, do you have a Facebook? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it says it's got my name up there and everything. Yep. And I, I'm not great with, yeah. I'm good at Twitter, but uh, Facebook, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Anyhow. let me uh, get a camera and uh, try to take a, take a picture of it on my phone. Okay. I mean... I was going to say text me, but I, I'm i not even sure if I know what this number is. <laughs> I don't photograph well. It's my, it's my mom's phone, and I, you know, it's under mom. So, uh, yeah. It's been oh, wait. Day. I can, I can uh, message, message that picture to you on Twitter in case. Okay. Yeah, since 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 your phone is locked. Uh, uh let me see here. Yeah, got it. All right. It is sent to you. So here you uh, go. Yep, there's a picture of the uh, chart from Anthony Ciotti. Uh, it's, yeah, I just sent you another message on, on Twitter. That That's the photo. Twitter. It still says 13 minutes ago. I, I don't know why it's not refreshing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I sent you a picture of it myself. I took a picture of the chart myself, and then I sent it to you. Okay, I got it. I, uh, let me log it in now. Oh. Okay, there we go. All right, gotcha. All right, the good. The Kaiser and Erickson versus. 
Yep. This is horizontal evaluative rankings optic hero chart in terms of defensemen. Okay. Um, those are advanced statistics here that that you should that you should look at. Uh, okay, I, I'm looking at them and uh, it's pretty scary. Uh, you know, neither one of them look very good. No, no, they're very close to uh, each other, and they are both awful. I mean, when you you know the top numbers are high, you know, then you go down and it's you know, 8%, 28 <laughs> 29%. Yeah, those are horrible. And, they, and, they, and it's both of them. You know, it's not like they just got one guy. They got both of them, right? So, yep. Uh, that's not going to make for a good team. And it makes for a lousy defense, especially after you had someone like, I mean, you know, they had some of the best defensemen in history and, you know, Lindstrom and, uh, Kozlov, or not Kozlov, but uh, uh, the guy that got hurt in the, the limo accident, Vladimir, uh, uh, who was actually the best defensive and, you know, maybe ever before the limo accident. Um, oh, man, I, I don't know. Um, there's no, there is no best defenseman in my opinion. Well, he was... Uh, Konstantinov. He was yeah, Vladimir Konstantinov. Yep. Yeah, he was uh, he was considered a lot better than Lindstrom at the time. Oh, that's right. And, I, uh, I I thought it was currently, but but it, but well, it was, you know I was a big fan back in the day, and uh, they considered him the best. And then you know once he got hurt, and then Lindstrom, you know, you know, uh, had a meteoric rise. So maybe he became better. I don't know, but, uh, you know, Konstantinov was, you know, the enforcer. You know, Lindstrom was never, you know, a hard hitter. You know, I mean, he was just a great defensive man where Konstantinov was, you know, he's hardcore stuff. Yep. Tough thing, tough, tough thing to see. So. Uh, but, yeah, with uh, looking at these metrics, uh, no wonder the Wings stink. I guess. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that's the the epitome right there, the double epitome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the it's a nail in the coffin. Um, and you know, you saw the Griffin. You know, so uh, is there anything down there? <laughs> oh, in the in the DSR group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, does uh, you know, do the wings have anything in the minors that are you know going to be helping? You know, well, Alexei Marchenko uh, returned. He's a defenseman as well. That's all I heard of. Mm-hmm. Just you know, back in you know, back in the day, the wings used to have deep farm system. You know, but they, you know, the wings got. That you know, uh, stealing you know, like Fedorov, you know, they they stole him off a plane. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, as far as defecting, crazy stuff. You know, it was up in uh, I believe it was up in Vancouver or Seattle where they did it. You know, they snuck him off a plane and and deported him. 
you know, I mean, it defect, well, defected him, I guess. Uh, you know, it was a big deal, you know, and then we had the Russian five and, you know, a bunch of the Swedes, and that's how the Wings built their team. Better, you know, I mean, Illich was so aggressive back in the day, um, you know, then the salary cap, so that limited, and then everyone could get, you know, Russians and, you know, Europeans and whatnot. So it changed the game, but the same with uh, the way the the Tigers approach it, you know, going after the Venezuelans. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the Federal thing, remember? Do you remember that, or were you too young? Uh, I remember that. I was born in '84, and uh, okay, I, I was watching the Wings. That they 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 were a dominant force back in that back in those days. Right, you know, they, they you had the dead wings period there in the mid '80s, you know, right after you were born, and then uh, you know when they got Iserman, I remember reading that name in the the paper being like, what the hell does that mean? And, uh, and then when they, you know, the whole Fedorov thing, you know, about feeling them off a Russian plane, you know, it was crazy. I mean, they literally, you know, literally stole a citizen from another country to play hockey. And, you know, he was good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a Kornikova, you know, come on. Yeah. Yeah, that unfortunately uh, for that for those two, it didn't that relationship didn't last too long. Uh, a few years, yeah, you know, because she was supposedly only sixteen, you know, and he was yeah, uh, twenty three, twenty four at the time. <laughs> but you know, they were Russians, you know, Russians, so that you know they let it all go. But uh, uh, you know, I mean, Illich was. You know, he was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he was aggressive that way. It took him, you know, well, for 14 years to do that with the Tigers when he started, you know, when he signed uh, Ivan Rodriguez and then Maglio. Um, and then, you know, they got lucky, I think, kind of lucky, you know, picking Verlander, uh, number one overall. Um, and then, you know, the season he had this year, that's, that's one reason I don't think you can trade him. I, you know, I, you know, if anyone I trade, I, it'd have to be, you know, uh, Mag, uh, 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 I'm a John blank. Like the main guy, uh, uh, I, you know, just so much money invested is the big deal. So what were your thoughts on uh, the Tigers uh, getting back Omar and Fonte? You know, insurance. Uh, You know, he was always a team player, always solid. Um, I think think that opens the door to trade uh, Ian Kinsler, really. I mean, he's a second baseman. He plays shortstop also, but, I mean, he can play second base. I really think that's, you know, I mean, they're not going to trade uh, the shortstops they got. So I, I really think it's an Ian Kinsler thing. Um, because, you know, what, he's doing another $17 million and he's still viable. Had a great year last year. So, you know, he's probably got the most trade value at that point. 
Yep. What do you think? Do you think? I mean, I. Well, um, I, I think uh, Infante would be a. If Kinsler were to stay, then. And and the Tigers were to bring back Omar Infante, then. Then think about this: they would get rid of Andrew Romine and have a better backup in in Omar Infante, unless they trade Kinsler. Right. If they just uh, use him as a you know a roaming replacement, I can see that. Uh, But, you know, they got some good young talent down there in Machado. Uh, right. You know, I don't know how long you can keep him down there. Uh, he, you know, he, he's about ready. Um, so, I don't know. I, I t- To be honest, you know, if they're looking to dump salary and they just signed a, you know, home on Ponte, I would have to think that it'd be in Kinsler on the book. Uh, he's still got a good trade value. You know, it's coming off a fantastic year. Um, it just goes back to hoping Alavila knows how to pull the right strings and get the right talent. Yep. All right, Lewis, uh, anything else before we sign off? Well, we got 73-73, Knicks and Sacramento, 2.15 to go in the third. Um... I like to know if uh, anybody has any thoughts for uh, tomorrow's uh, Heisman Trophy uh, race. Well, uh, I, I think uh, with Lamar Jackson winning that last award, let me uh, look at the guy's got incredible numbers. Uh, nice. I really don't know how you can not give it to him. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I'm always about in-state people, even uh, I'm not a Michigan. The Maxwell fan, Award. You know, yeah, some Maxwell. Yep. It goes for the best player of the year. Yep. And for those of you who uh, care, the uh, three people in the uh, U.S. that care, the MLS soccer final is tomorrow as well. I know many people don't really care, but eh, I thought I'd bring it up anywho. Okay. How about this then? How about that? Uh, uh, They're supposed to announce the expansion. For the MLS, what, tomorrow? Uh, so, you know, if Detroit gets one, you know, brand new shiny stadium for Tom Gores and Dan Gilbert. Yes. <laughs> billions making billions, you know. Uh, but here, but New York is not going to get They said there'll be no third MLS team in New York. I'm just reading that right now. Really? Okay, so that means it's going to Detroit. They didn't say who. You'll have to find out. Uh, I, 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 I think Ellis. Monte Ellis, you said? No, no I, I mean, said uh, uh, Dale, uh, Dan Gilbert and Tom Gores. I think we'll get the we'll get the the new expansion franchise just because they got the money. Yeah, well, who's got the money? That's who gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Detroit will give them plenty of tax dollars for free. So, and just for the record, it's Toronto versus Seattle, and the game was on Fox. FS1 or just... No, just Fox. Fox. Oh. 47. That's what it is here. Channel 5 for me. I, don't know what, I forget what is in the Detroit area, though. Uh, I have Mike and Molly on my, my local Fox channel. Two. Two. Okay. Detroit. Okay. 
Yeah, 47 in Lansing. Uh, what do you guys get? The Fox 5 up in the Great North? I get Fox 32 in Cadillac. Okay. I'm Fox 5, yes. Where are you, Lou? I'm in I'm in the middle of nowhere, which is uh, northern New Jersey. Okay, you are in New Jersey. Okay. Yes, the middle of nowhere. I know you're from New Jersey. I just didn't know if you still live in New Jersey. <laughs> yes. I'll put it to you this. Here's, here's the way I look at it. If you live in North Jersey, you are the ugly stepchild of New York in, in that corner. If you live in South Jersey, you are the ugly stepchild of Philadelphia. <laughs> I love it. Well, New Jersey doesn't get any respect. You know that. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, Rutgers, come on. <laughs> Don't mention the football team. We're horrible. Yeah, totally terrible, man. Oh. Thanks a lot. And you're, uh, you're a Jets fan, right? You had to go there. Oh uh, no, I just I I mean you know I come you know I mean over we're talking. Yeah, I can tell you one thing though. Fan, right? Yeah, I can tell you one thing though. Sunday's game against against the Bears. It's going to be a game that I think nobody wants to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I think I'll go to sleep <laughs> during the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh... What do you think, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, you know, how many interceptions? <laughs> or is he hurt? Is he out for the season? I he's done. He's benched. Benched. Oh my god! Yeah. You've heard you know, I mean, I, I can only feel sorry for you, but it's yeah. hard when I'm a Lions fan, so I really can't. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way: You've heard Clash of the Titans. This is Clash of the Turds. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, we got, what, Lions and, yeah, Chicago, so. Right. But eight and four, baby. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best season in years. 1991 was my dream year, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, Barry Sanders and uh, Rodney oh, yeah. Pete, Eric Kramer, 12 right. and four, beating uh, Dallas in the playoffs, you know. That was the one highlight in 55 years. Yeah. And I'm only 45, so. To think, you guys have never won a Super Bowl. Isn't that amazing? Uh, Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. We haven't won since 69. I was born in 70. Yeah, so was I. Yeah, I mean, you're the same age, Lou. Uh, uh, yeah, the Pits or the Lions, you know, were dominant in the 50s, just before the Super Bowl started. Yeah, awesome. but it'd be awesome. nice to see it happen in my lifetime, though. Speaking of the Lions, they are they kick off Sunday at one on Fox against the terrible the Chicago the terrible Chicago Bears, who are three and nine and zero and six on the road. The Lions are five and one at home at Ford Field this season, and are eight and four. Oh, so they just played forty nine. That's right. Yeah, the, the, the so you were really the young when they were good. Uh, 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 Taylor, you were what? Seven. <laughs> yeah. So that's all you you know. Do you remember it? Yep, I do. It was an amazing year, man. Amazing year. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> depressing, I, I, I guess. Very depressing. <laughs> the whole that was one other time the Lions beat the Packers at Lambeau Field, and then it that, yeah. was, that was before 2015. Right. Yeah, before, and it took another 24 years before they did it. Right? Yeah, Which 24 is, agonizing is, years. 
Yeah, Brett Favre. Uh, you know, before that it was Mikowski, Don Magic Mikowski. You remember that guy for a couple of years? Before uh, Brett Favre. I mean, uh, you know, Wayne Font, the big buck. You know, at least the guy went to some playoffs. Uh, you know, as much as he got ragged, but you know, he won every other year because he got the easy schedule. I mean, uh-huh. that's what the NFL is all about. That's true. All right. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> well uh, what do you think, gentlemen? Uh, should we uh, call it a night? Yeah, I think we're just about done. All yes, right. sir. 46.8 seconds to go on ESPN in Los Angeles at Stable Center. The Suns lead the Lakers 86 to 80. That's going to wrap it up for episode 163 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on TalkShoe. Follow Matt Pierce on Twitter at Mailing10. That's M-A-E-L-I-N-G-10. And follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. For Matt Pierce and Louis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. GTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appétit. Good night. Good night.